0: and my daughter to my left. Hey, it's David, and you're listening to Leadership Without Losing Your Soul, your source for practical leadership inspiration, tools, and strategies you can use to achieve transformational results without sacrificing your humanity or your mind in the process. Hey there, welcome to the show. Continuing, as we open season 12 here, continuing uh, the last episode's theme of getting small, I want to share a moment with you from Tomorrow Together, Essays of Hope, Healing, and Humanity, one selection that brought this home to me in a very strong way. So, yes, I had fallen asleep at 1 in the morning, sandwiched between strangers to the right, my daughter to the left, and we were in a tent, and those strangers were a nice couple from Brazil, or at least whatever they said was in Portuguese, and it sounded nice. I think they were nice. They smiled when they said it. So all four of us were cocooned in borrowed sleeping bags, below the summit of Acatenango, which is the third tallest volcano in Central America. So how did we get there? Well, after she finished college, my daughter Avery moved to Guatemala where she founded a socially conscious clothing and textile production company. And when I was able to take a week to visit her, she was very thoughtful. She knows I like to hike. She said, hey, there's a big dormant volcano here. We should hike up it. Well, I'm always up for a hike and a good time with my children. So I said, sure. She signed us up. Then emailed back with the details. Oh, this isn't a day hike. It's an overnight hike. It's guided backpacking experience. There's lots of medical forms and liability waivers. Well, it's a chance to follow the music, spend some time with my daughter, and that's how I found myself on the side of a Central American volcano. So the day before, we'd spent the day trudging up the volcano, carrying these backpacks that were a function of our body weight. The heavier you are, the heavier your backpack. Mine weighed 50 pounds. I think it's a cruel irony to give a guy who already had more weight to carry a heavier backpack. It's like some kind of reality TV-inspired weight loss incentive program or something. I was also older than everyone else in the group by at least 10 years. I asked if there was a backpack weight reduction based on age. They just laughed. So we spent the day climbing through ash-enriched fields of coffee, flowers, and avocados through a cloud rainforest, and into a dry ghost forest of ash-choked trees that had been killed by some old eruption. We set up camp 1,000 feet below the summit. The plan was to get a good night's sleep, get up early, and then reach the summit in time for a beautiful sunrise. And I thought, sleep's going to come easily after the day's work, but that was not the case. My body was exhausted, but I couldn't fall asleep couple from Brazil, no problem. They were asleep in minutes. So I finally conk out at 1 o'clock. Three hours after sleep finally came, a bright light shines through the window of the tent, and there's a gruff voice calling out, It's time to go. So by 4.30 in the morning, Avery and I are hiking up a steep incline, in the dark, on a crumbling trail through foot-deep sand. It's all powdery volcanic sand, and each step was a torturous effort to find a foothold, before you slid back down the slope. Oh, and I'd left my flashlight in the tent. So we hiked up that steep, sandy slope, mostly in the dark, for two hours. Despite all the mountains that I've hiked, this was the most grueling and mentally challenging ascent I'd ever done. Trails in the US use switchbacks to ease the pain of elevation gain and to manage erosion, but they haven't really found their way into Guatemalan mountaineering yet. The lack of sleep and food that didn't agree with me also did not help. And did I mention I was older than everyone else in the group? Have you ever found yourself in the middle of a difficult challenge with thoughts like, what am I doing here? What was I thinking, thinking I could do this? What if I can't make it? Every person who ever chooses to do or be something more or different than they are now, is gonna experience those doubts. They're part of the price you pay. By 5.30 in the morning, at 12,500 feet, Avery and I were completely alone. The younger and fitter group members, with lighter backpacks, had gone on ahead of us. It was a different sort of alone than I'd experienced before. In a foreign country, my nose clogged with dust, no idea how much farther we had to go or how difficult the trail would become. My daughter's small flashlight and the partial moon were the only light we had in the dark. So Avery picked out the trail ahead of us. She would stop, shine her light, look for the footprints of people who had climbed up the sandy trail before us. Then we'd scramble up another 20 feet, 30 feet, stop, catch our breath, and do it again. Avery also hadn't slept well and was feeling pretty lousy at this point. Apparently, I snore. But the Brazilian couple slept through it, I'm just saying. She told me I should go ahead and she'd catch up. Or not. But she hurt. No way, I said, we're in this together. And every few minutes, I tried to encourage her and lift her spirits. And when she'd had enough of that, she said, stop talking to me. To which I responded, hey, this was your idea. Don't remind me. So we trudged on in silence for a while, our spirits flagging. That's when a guide from another group caught up to us. He was Guatemalan and obviously accustomed to trekking up and down these mountains. And as he passed us, he smiled, waved his hand in a huge, cheery arc of greeting, completely at odds with the expression on our faces, smiles, and says, Poco a poco. Then he was gone. His smile and his 0% body fat legs floating over the mountain like it was nothing. Poco a poco. That's little by little, or as I translate it, one step at a time. I often think of his Poco a Poco. Whatever challenge you face, Poco a Poco will help. Look at the path immediately in front of you. Find the tracks of the people who've gone before and take the next few steps. You don't have to know all the answers. You don't have to know how everything's going to turn out. You don't have to know how to do everything you'll be called upon to do. I don't suggest that the work's going to be easy. Avery and I didn't talk to each other for an hour or more while we were laboring up the rim of Akatenango. And at times the trail was so steep, I would literally take three steps, secure my footing, and then stop to breathe. But we made it. And so will you. And one thing I can promise, the view is worth the work to get there. That was easily the most spectacular sunrise I've ever seen in my life. A blanket of clouds below us enveloping that cloud rainforest that we hiked through earlier the day before. Volcanoes poking through the clouds, some of them in the distance spewing ash and smoke from ongoing eruptions, and that sun, sunrise illuminating all of it. The journey will change you. You'll know you've done it and can do it again, poco a poco, and be the leader you'd want your boss to be.